0: world. I know for me um, it's been uh, good and challenging on many levels but I'm just reminded of the importance of the work that we do every day with patients. Um, when just a couple of days ago in my office I had a elderly patient come in who was having some medical problems associated with some shortness of breath and ultimately we determined she was having a heart attack, sent her to the hospital, where upon arriving to the ER, she collapsed in cardiogenic shock. She was able to be resuscitated um, and um, survived the episode um, from the heart attack and the cardiogenic shock um, and is coming through at this time. I feel like my staff and I saved her life in figuring things out quickly and getting her to the appropriate care quickly um, with just enough care just in time to save her life. Um, I know there's a lot of you have had experiences like that this week in which you literally saved somebody's life because of the quick actions and quick decision making that you did due to your advanced medical training and I want to say thank you if somebody hasn't reached out and thanked you this week I want to say thank you to you for all the work that you do that really makes a difference to the scores of people in this country and perhaps outside of this country depending on how you're following me or where you're following me from. Uh, This week, um, we're going to pick up on a truth that really came out of a conversation I had with my younger partner in the office. Um, He's been working with me for a year now, just out of residency. It's been a joy to have him with me. Um, He's a great uh, family physician and does a great job in, in primary care in the rural community that we live in. Um, but in talking to him, I realized that, um, there's this truth that exists for younger physicians in particular. And that truth is that the younger you are in medicine, the more you desire a life balance. And by that, I mean, the more you desire to enjoy life outside of medicine and, uh, I think that's a great truth. Um, it's a powerful truth and one that certainly based on my age and my medical training is a bit different than I came through in my experience in medical training. Um, it was interesting in talking to him one on one. he somewhat uh, sheepishly and um, almost um, embarrassingly said, uh, you know, I realize that your entire purpose and identity seems to be wrapped up in your career in medicine in this community, and there's no doubt that it is in in my life, in my world. I love what I do. I love where I'm at. I love being an influencer for good in my community and being a smaller community, um, uh, pretty well known by just about everybody in the community and and I somewhat enjoy that and I think that's the nature of a lot of doctors in smaller communities all over this country they experience that but but as we were talking this young doctor really enjoys a lot of things in medicine outside of medicine. He is a pilot, um, enjoys flying airplanes he his wife is expecting their first child in a few months and he's excited about growing a family. He loves to run um, and, and just really has a host of things that he likes to do outside of medicine. And um, it really is, he is already figuring out in the world of medicine of how demanding it can be and how much expectations there are in medicine. He is uh, coming to sort out a little bit um, you know what does he want in his practice of medicine and how much is he willing to give and he sees what I do and in and, um, and the amount of time that um, is consumed both in the office and outside of the office and he um, he quite honestly um, doesn't want to follow in the exact path that I'm in which I don't blame him I understand um, because he wants greater balance. Um, now, I quite honestly feel like I have a balance. Um, I do um, only work four days a week in the office. I um, enjoy a life, robust life outside of medicine, doing a lot of hobbies, being interested in a lot of activities. I'm doing um, a number of things, both community work and non-community work Um, and being involved in the lives of my five children um, and being connected with my wife. I I love what I do, I love where I'm at, but the truth of the matter is that the younger you are in medicine, I think the more you seek to have and want a more balanced life in which you're not all consumed by medicine. As I reflected on this, I think there's several reasons for this truth and gonna try and unpack those a little bit today from my perspective and certainly be interested in your feedback in our um, employed physician community about why you think um, this is the case Um, number one i think that there are financial pressures and economic forces that make one want to have a balance in medicine and that is um, frankly there's a loan payback process that is involved with um, young physicians um, that they're always thinking about um, how much they have to pay back, you know, with the average um, medical education debt being around two hundred fifty or $300,000. Um, doctors um, realize that they need to sort of sit down in one location for a period of time um, and really um, hitch up their plow, so to speak, and do the work involved with earning the money to pay back those large student loans Uh, many times you might um, place yourself in a um, in a community where you normally wouldn't choose because there's a loan payback process linked to that whether that be through your organization or through the federal uh, government and you sort of uh, make the decision for three, five or more years that you're going to be engaged in medical care in that environment because it's all part of the pay down process. Um, But even in the midst of that you want to do your job but then you want to enjoy a bit of life outside of that job. Um, For some of you it's just a matter of getting paid a fair market value contract um, and, uh, and pay so that Really, you get that paycheck that's predictable. You get the money that add, goes to your bank account every two weeks, every four weeks, depending on how your organization does it, and as employed physicians, we understand the great value of that. You've got a benefit system that includes retirement plans and health care and other benefit programs that are all connected to that, and quite honestly, it, it's great. To, to be able to come into some predictable hours working whether it be in the hospital environment or in the outpatient clinic environment or some combination of the two and you know out of that that you're going to get a predictable paycheck that allows you to frankly um, use those those monies not only to pay down uh, debts or loans or a house mortgage but to do things outside of medicine that are fun, that are enjoyable and really part of the good life that you've worked hard to earn at this point in your life and so that predictable paycheck that um, that's at fair market value is really um, just a great downstream benefit to the hard work that comes with um, being a doctor but you want to use that those resources you don't want to be so busy and so consumed with healthcare that by the time you get home from work or by the time a weekend comes around you're so exhausted that you can't enjoy some of those uh, resources and benefits Um, and I agree with that Boy, I think it's really important to drink up life to enjoy life outside of medicine and to really take advantage of the good life that frankly medicine provides for us as high-income earners I think one of the third elements that um, that new or younger physicians sort of see is that being embedded in a community and being embedded in a location doesn't necessarily uh, mean that they have to be um, a totally invested citizen of that community whether that's the organization you're involved in or whether that's the actual physical community you're involved in a lot of um, physicians of the past sort of felt a moral or responsibility Um, obligation to um, serve on committees, to serve on um, things that benefit or improve the community you're in, whether it be your faith community or your civic group or be a part of an organization that's a service community or or frankly doing all the things that um, are connected to your employers and the benefits that um, are, I guess, the organization's and sort of committees that they uh, expect you to be involved in and frankly what I see is that a lot of um, younger doctors um, see some value to that but they don't feel the obligation um, to be involved in those things because again it, it really requires you to be involved in meetings that happen either in the morning before you start work or at lunchtime or after hours that begin to encroach upon your family time that begin to encroach upon your weekends and and really begin to um, erode away um, at the um, time that you want to use for yourself with your family with your loved ones with the people that you care about outside of medicine And, um, and there's a real balance with that sort of the the sense of responsibility that we have to make a difference in the community that we're in um, but also to not feel like it's a burden or it's required or sort of expected that we have to do it. But it feels a whole lot better when we, we get to do things that we want to do as opposed to things that we have to do. And I think that's all kind of balled up in that sort of um, area when it comes to uh, physicians and the work they do. I love being involved in my church and faith community. I love being involved in um in our local school system by serving as a volunteer team physician. I love really uh, making a difference in our community through the various civic groups that I serve on, all of which I believe um, are because it helps make our community that I actually live in and benefit from a better quality of life community for us. But I realize it's because I want to be involved in those things, it's not because I have to be involved in those things. Um, And that's really sort of a a tension point for all of us. I remember when I moved to this community nearly uh, 25 years ago um, and my predecessor, who is now deceased, who was the uh, founder of this practice, he strongly encouraged me to get involved in the local um, country club and and join the country club and become connected with the, the business owners and the movers and shakers of our community. They were all part of the country club. Uh, because he felt that would be a great way for me to build relationships and to um, kind of enmesh myself in the community. Quite frankly I was not a, a country club kind of guy. Um, I didn't mind golfing but I felt like because of my young family that I had that was growing being on the golf course for three to five hours at a time was not where I wanted to be. And uh, building social relationships at the at the bar or at the restaurant at the country club um, just wasn't where I was at in life and so I chose not to be involved in it um, much to his dismay but again look for opportunities as as they arose for me to continue to be involved in my organization and in the community to make a difference and chose those areas that I had my own self-interest in um, and uh, and really found that to be a good match for me but I, I realized that for a lot of younger physicians uh, coming out um, They're not quite so um, enthralled with um, over-committing themselves to things outside of medicine. And I fully support and agree agree with that. I think what happens to um, physicians as they go through the long arduous process from pre-med to medical school to residency is there's this whole delayed gratification process that happens that they say no to social relationships, they say no to things that they wanna do, they say no to the, the things that they see their peers doing that are pleasurable, they, they delay um, getting married, they delay starting families, they just delay buying a house, they delay buying cars, they delay a whole lot of things um, through that 10, 12, even 15 year process associated with um, becoming an attending physician and, and when they get out and start practicing quite frankly um, they want to enjoy life they don't want to continue to um, sort of give in to the uh, powers of medicine that make them uh, give up all sorts of things that frankly their peers and neighbors are busy enjoying and so That's the proverbial balance that they're looking for. They want to take the resources they're earning in this good living and they want to be able to take advantage of all that comes with being a doctor and not feel like they have to continue to delay and delay and delay and say no to the things that their friends and family and peers are getting to do in the evenings and the weekends and during the week. Um, medicine has a way of just sort of taking up as much time as you're willing to give it and I realize in the training environment you kind of feel like you don't have the option you're sort of forced to pour yourself into it as part of the training environment and in some regards we're sort of conditioned to continue that after we get out of the training environment but I know for a, a lot of young doctors they, they are saying to themselves along with their spouse along with their loved ones and family members that boy when they finish that training and they have the options to do what they want with their time they're sort of determined to not sacrifice at all to medicine. I sort of understand and respect that and I think it is important to, important to find that balance to be able to enjoy uh, hobbies to enjoy uh, doing things outside of medicine. Um, You know, I think that whether it be your faith life or a faith community that you want to be connected to, whether it be um, any of the number of hobbies that people can choose to be involved in, or whether it be just sort of pouring yourself into your marriage or into your kids and into your family life that you've had to sort of put on the back burner. Um, Once you're becoming an attending attending physician, I think that's a great time to really find that balance to seek that balance and to say no to the constant pressures that come with medicine. I also find that um, young physicians don't look at longevity or staying in one place as sort of a, a, something they value in fact just the opposite they value mobility when it comes to the practice of medicine and again uh, you know this has changed dramatically for me over the past uh, 25 years or plus that I've been practicing medicine back in my day when we got out it was very common to get out and go into a private practice in a community and start that small business and set your roots down and sort of stay in that one location forever and ever if you will um, and I think the advent of of employment options for physicians that that aren't so tied to bricks and mortar, just by definition almost provide each one of us with the, the mobility that comes with being able to start a job and stop a job at any point and move on to another location, move on to another um, employer, move on to sort of a different um, a gig if you want uh, that really is pretty natural and happens based upon the life needs and the interests that we have at various times. I certainly know for me that when I wrapped up my um, training in medicine in Southwest Virginia, um, I thought I was going to live in the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia all of my life. And then, with some life circumstances that were connected to my wife's um, illness at the time with uh, breast cancer, we decided to move back to the Midwest in Indiana, where both of our families were, so we could have some support. And I became an employed member of a practice in uh, Northern Indiana. And um, those life circumstances sort of led me in that direction. And I think for all of us, um, we have sometimes circumstances that create the need for mobility or a life change. And so I think the value of having mobility and being able to kind of take our practice as it's matured and our life changes and needs exist um, to move to a different location is is a great idea and that's why I think being an employed physician is such a profound and and great place to be for each one of us and I think it's probably one of the reasons why many of us have chosen to be employed. Um, I I also happen to think that physicians because of our medical training that goes through that whole process of pre-med, medical school, residency and fellowship, almost by definition, make us a bit nomadic. We are sort of used to moving from one place to new place and moving and and sort of that whole notion for us as physicians um, doesn't bother us that much to think about um, changing locations. Now, I'll have to add though, I think uh, at its root when we becoming attending attending physicians, our families, if we're married or even ourselves, do like the idea of sort of settling down in one location for a while, sinking some roots in and not having to move and certainly beginning to do a life that, that sort of has been delayed compared to our peers. But, but frankly, I think um, we're used to being a bit nomadic and so changing um, uh, communities is not as difficult a thing and especially in the employed physician world. Um, I think because of the physician shortage that exists out there, We all know as employed physicians that there's always another opportunity for us to uh, pursue if we don't like where we're at. Um, And that's a great place to be in. It's a position of strength. Um, and, uh, and again, I think that comes back to, um, being able to find balance in our life and not feeling like our employer is consuming all of our time or all of our energy, or even just the, the institution and practice of medicine is consuming or taking up all of our time because we're in a physician shortage. If you let it, it will, because the demand for access, the demand for medical care just seems to be infinite. Um, but Uh, you have to put in those boundaries and barriers in your life that allow you to find the balance and if somehow that gets away from you in a in a practice that you're currently in or your employer is really not flexible or onerous and keeps cracking the whip and keep adding adding more and more to your plate despite your communication of you're not comfortable with that one of the great things about it where we're at in the world of medicine right now is you can find a different job I mean, face it. Each one of us have emails or um, uh, U.S. mails that is really loaded with um, continuous opportunities of uh, people trying to woo us to the to the next job, and it really is a, a wonderful place for us to be in as employed physicians. Because quite honestly, we can find a new job just about anywhere, anytime that provides a fair market value um, job um in a location that most of the time we can sort of make connections with and be happy with and so i think the physician shortage puts us in a position of strength and power when it comes to the idea of finding balance in our life um i also think that in the case of the young doctor that i was meeting with i mean he's one year into practice and when you you get out and begin your attending physician career, I mean, frankly, all of us have some sort of fanciful idea of what we think it's going to be like in in the practice that we're in. And I know that when I started practice um, over 25 years ago as a family doctor, and I knew I wanted to go into a real location, rural location, I mean, I was poised to want to do everything. I mean, everything. I wanted to do OB, I wanted to do C-sections, I wanted to do hospital care, I wanted to do EGDs, I wanted to do colonoscopies. I mean, I, I wanted to be a team physician. I wanted to do it all. And frankly, in my uh, training, I prepared to do all those things. But what you begin to realize once you get into practice is quite honestly, it's nearly impossible to do it all. And we all depend, it varies from specialty to specialty, but really every specialty sort of has this narrowing effect of what your practice really looks like and what you have enough time to do um, and what are the areas of interest that you're going to sort of settle into that allow you to spend a little extra time in and became, become maybe a, a bit of a, an, a specialist in your own group over or allows you to become Um, a little more certified in or even pursue a fellowship in there's just so many opportunities in medicine for us to do all sorts of many sort of specializations even in that you ultimately have to decide what you're going to spend your time in because again if you don't there'll be um, lots of um, access needs and lots of patient demands that will consume your time. And I really think it takes the average attending physician about three to five years to sort of sort through that, sort of what they want personally in their own preference set, what their own employer is sort of expecting from them, what the community demand or need is in their own community. And as that's all kind of shuffled and sorted it out, I think a physician begins to kind of figure out what do they want in the world of medicine, and what do they want the next 20 or 30 or 40 years of medicine to look like for them? And frankly, does the community they're currently in and their first practice actually support what that looks like? Um, there's a lot of things involved in that. And so I think, again, coming back to having balance and portability and mobility and medical practice is, is really important because it does change and what we think of when we first come out could be different than what it looks like the first five years and that can look differently than 10 years or even 15 or 20 years out Um, and it's nice to have that portability. I also think that um, because of COVID-19 and all the changes that have happened in our modern medical world that we've seen this massive shift towards telemedicine as well and um, it's been here and it's been present for a few years, but I think um, all of us have now kind of dabbled in it, in it a, bit, a bit as well. And we begin to realize that there is some value and benefit to um, all that telemedicine offers to both patients and to doctors. And so uh, we begin to realize that um, our location may not be as big a deal as just our awareness, our medical training, our mental thinking process, and our ability to take care of um, patients virtually is a great asset that we have. And I think that whole telemedicine world is is really expanding the possibilities for a lot of doctors that make their medical careers become a whole lot more portable in terms of them not not having to move necessarily to provide care in a another region of your state or to provide care in another state in the country or even to provide care in another um, country in the world. Um, It's really incredible how all of this is being transformed very rapidly at this time and uh, and I think for physicians they want to have again balance and when you think about telemedicine one of the most beautiful things about telemedicine is is that there's this kind of turn on and turn off thing that happens with it and uh, when you as a physician um, can almost like an uber driver does kind of check in and start seeing patients when you're ready to see patients and you can turn it off when you want to turn it off there's a there's sort of a great appeal to that if you want to work three days you can work three days if you want to work two days you can if you want to work seven days a week you can And having the ability to turn off and turn on is, again, comes back to autonomy, control, and balance, and resources, and having the income that you want to fulfill the life you want, both within medicine and outside of medicine. There's just a lot that goes into this. So, coming back to today's truth, which is the younger you are in medicine, the more you want life balance, or the more you want a life outside of medicine, I think is an important truth that um, each one of us sort of grapple with but I think it's going to continue to be an evolving truth that really um, sort of continues to push people towards the employment model of physicians that we currently see and will only strengthen that position um, because of the um, great um, things that come with being an employee physician that allow us to really fulfill that balance. So I hope you have a great week. I look forward to your comments in regards to this and um, as we all begin and continue to support one another in this community.